0: I remember my grandmother always saying it takes a village to raise a child, and I never understood that you know and being a mother of boys and pretty much raising them on my own, I am raising men, and there's so many house households, no matter what you are for its race or whatnot there's so many. Women are going through the same thing I'm going through, and we are—we all have our own personalities. Which our children have their own personalities. Raising men is a challenge on its own, but when they say it takes a village, what happens when you can't trust the village? Look at all the things that's been happening, and the people is happening with it's ones that they thought they knew, left their hands tied when they were like, you didn't know? Especially when it comes to trying to find someone to babysit your kids when you need to go to work or just go have a mommy day out. You better be careful. Being pretty much a hermit in my house Trying to make sure I gave my boys better life than what I had and try to be that mother that was there. And it's, you know, like I said, I've never thought I'd see myself as being a single parent, especially raising boys. But now that I am that person, I have a teenager, pretty much, yeah. I tried to do the whole village thing. It worked for some people and it worked. It doesn't work. I'm one of those people it did not work for. Um, and that was including family and friends. So now that I'm on my own, what do I do? You know how some people say that most people when they're artists, like either, you know, book writer or um, singer or whatnot, their first album or first book is always the best and sometimes that's not the case and I kinda feel like that with the children that I have first round I fucked up a lot cause I was a young mother I wasn't really taught a lot but you know you have to learn stuff on your own and the people who I relied on to teach me kinda Failed me in a lot of cases and used my naiveness, I guess you can say, to their advantage. And I kind of lost that battle. And it messed up the second round. But it's like the third round, I'm winning. When it takes a village, when you have your first child, especially... Parents, they're like, oh, I'm going to be a grandparent, my first child. Oh, it's going to be such a beautiful thing. But not everyone has that accepting, loving. You know, you find out later they're happy, but they're happy for other reasons. They want to take over. And when it's a conflict of how you want to raise your child, compared to how you were raised but you're living in that person's house what do you do you kind of just stand in the corner and let things happen maybe you shouldn't let go on but how do you say no when you're living under someone's roof and you just don't see eye to eye you get your ass out (laughs) that's what you well that's what i thought uh Funny thing about that, again, I think about all the money I spent and waste on going to therapy, reading books. I mean, reading books is not a waste of money. You you always learn. But everyone has suggestions. Everyone has opinions. Everyone just, you know, it's just ideas. Some of them work. Some of them don't. You have to take it. As you put it out and figure out on your own I just wish I learned earlier in life just look in a damn mirror you know you can write things out talk it out you can figure out stuff on your own sometimes talking to a stranger is so much better than talking to a family member or a friend but at the same time understand it is your responsibility. Everyone seems like they like to play that victim when things go bad. But when things go great, you want all the praise. That's not the way things work. Talking to a co-worker about some of the things my podcast is about. She asked me about... She said, so what's your village... If you had to choose seven people, who would you choose? It would be a circle of friends, or family, or a combination of both. And I said, neither. My village right now is maybe two people tops. And it's just something I recently really start understanding yes it does take a village to you know get ahead in life not because you just need to have those connections but overall you learn from each other and that's something I was never taught when I was in my household with my family these are things I learned on my own and I had to break away from family to learn these things and like the sacrifices that I made some of it backfired but you know what I'm dealing with that that's on me I don't have time to blame others and I have no problems with my children hating me for a period of time because of the things that I do because as they get older, like my oldest, he's starting to understand. I did it because I need you to learn. It's easy to say, don't do this. How many times have you said, don't do this to your kids and they still do it. Then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, poor baby, you know. Mm. I am a true person of, I'll tell you something so many times, but you're going to learn for yourself. Go out, go out there, do it, screw up. And I. I may help you, but I may not help you. Life is tough. It's better for you to learn. Everything is not just given to you. And that's what's wrong with a lot of children now. They think things are just out there. When you open that refrigerator, you just expect food to be in there. (laughs) You have a hard lesson to learn. I thought my middle child had he was in a combination of good and bad things in my life and it's really starting to show now since he's a teenager of how things kind of mess with him and he's struggling to identify just with anything like who he is and how to feel about things and um, because he was caught in the middle of a lot he feels like that overwhelming feeling that I need to constantly be there to save somebody and I you know I want my children to have friends and I want them to be like me to be a hermit I want them to have their friends but at the same time I try to make them understand the people you choose to be around is a reflection of who you are going to be and how you identify yourself with and some of the people he was around I just I didn't care for them not because they were like bad people for is like thuggish or whatever you want to call it it's because they had no drive in life they were just okay of having the bare minimum and I hated that I'm like you don't settle and then you always have your hand out and it's like you think that's how the world is supposed to be constantly making sure you have food and a roof over your head and you don't worry about it hell no and then, you know, like one of the friends that he had when I finally realized he wasn't hanging out with that little boy no more. I was like, oh, my God. Thank God you need to be thankful. You seen that that child was a user and his family were users. You got rid of crabs without going to the clinic. Be thankful. You didn't have to get a shot of penicillin. And he was like, "Mom, don't judge my friends. And I'm like, I'm not judging your friends. And I was, I really was. But it's like, what is wrong with kids right now is really not their fault. It's because of, we've gotten to a lot of people that just feel like, I've tried, I can't fail. And I'm, in, I'm so in pain. I can't do anything. I can't, I can't. What the heck? Hello, everyone. And this is Bliss. Um, I know it's been a minute since I did an actual recording, and I have been writing a lot and really just trying to put together a format of what I want, how I want to just talk about things. And I figured I'm just going to have to just talk. (laughs) You know, I wrote some things out. And my biggest thing that I want to talk to people about is choosing the proper people to be in your village. Everyone has different values. Everyone has different um, structures, you know. And my downfall was not having a strong foundation of a village so I'm just going to talk about some things that recently has happened my middle son has definitely had his challenges over the last few years the last two years has been a big up and down for myself and my son and it's funny how when you're a child and you're experiencing something that you feel is so wrong and you promise yourself you would never do that when you have your children and <laughs> it's funny how history repeats itself so, I'm going to start by talking about Thanksgiving. So, Thanksgiving this year was my first time ever cooking a turkey, and it turned out pretty damn good, I must say. And um <laughs> my youngest, he went to his father's and everything and I DJ has, you know, my middle son, he was home. Everything was turning out great and it was like he had recently got into some trouble and now that he was home and everything was fine he's never been disrespectful to me never for as verbally but he always wanted to just come and go as he pleased and hang out with whoever he wants to hang out with and he just felt he didn't have to tell me who these people were because he can handle everything you know he was a young, dumbass teenager. <laughs> and, you know, I reached out to his father. And I'm like, look, I need help with DJ. You know, he's becoming a man. And he's like, I don't want him to be an asshole. I mean, help. Something. And that didn't do anything but make things worse. His father's a truck driver. And it's just like, he, he's he kind of feels like since... I don't know. He feels like testing him was so a lesson. I don't. It was just so crazy. And it was like so it made things worse and it just raised my freaking blood pressure. So I was like, the hell with this. I'm gonna have to figure out something else. And I felt the need to give everything a label. I had to name everything and make have a reason why he was doing the things that he was doing it's like if i had a name for why he was behaving it's like i'm taking responsibility but i'm not responsible because something's wrong with him (laughs) i know this sounds maybe so crazy but it's like since you know knowing that i have mental illness issues And I'm like, oh my God, he has it too, because, you know, I've seen myself in him and his behavior and this is why it's not his fault. And I'm like, oh my God, no, you can't be one of those people, you know, and yeah, he's in the middle of being tested and everything. And I definitely saw things in him that myself, I went through and when I was his age and I made sure that I talked to his schools, I got a therapist, I, you know, just all kind of things. Things that was not done from, for me, for my parents when I was experiencing those problems. And I was like, okay, I'm doing everything right, but it's still not working. What the hell? And it's like people are like, you got to have patience and these things take time and we have to figure out what exactly is going on with him It's you know it's just so much and like I said he's never disrespect me with his words he's never raised his hand to me I've always received compliments about his behavior how he has manners and I always thought that was so crazy people complimenting me because my child has manners I'm like they're supposed to what the hell and you know he used to always get stuck holding the damn door open he used to piss me off I'm like boy you don't close that damn don't bring your butt on, you know, but you know, I'm glad that he's like that. I worked so hard to provide a better life for my boys. And now I see I missed a lot with DJ about how he was feeling. If you're not fortunate enough, to, just like me, I'm not fortunate enough to have my village be my, my family, you know, your family is supposed to be your rock. Your family is supposed to be people you can rely on. And I don't, I don't have that. And I don't know if I would ever truly know myself, but I know all the pain that I hit as a child. My son, DJ, he does not. And that is something him and his brother, I made sure that they knew. Don't hide your pain. You tell me. You talk about it. We can talk about anything when we're together. And one of the hardest things that I had to do was... Making the choice of cutting my mother, my stepfather, and my oldest son out of our lives over seven years ago. DJ was around the age of seven. And I thought as long as I showed him love and he knows that he can share... Anything with me that would be enough, and I guess I was wrong. Um, it's like I was wrong, but I was right, and it's like I thought you know, some people come in your life for reasons, and some people come in your life for lessons, and you know, some people are gonna be here, some people are gonna stay. And I've, my village that I chose, not all of them were the best choice I see now. I chose to go back to school, you know, take my life seriously. And then, but I still didn't take care of my mental issues. I buried that. And I had ups and downs throughout my time of going to school. But that's another story. This is basically about making sure you have the village, a strong foundation. Because if you don't, that can affect so much. And I only allow people... To get only so close to me. And I really don't know why. Um, I choose to let my parents take my oldest son. I do not want to fight. For his love. Because I was afraid. What will happen. Because he wanted so much from me. And it was, I felt overwhelmed because I tried to provide, I had three kids and, but he wanted all my attention and I really didn't understand why. I just demanded respect from my oldest, not love, because I only had respect for my mother, not love. I understand that now. I didn't understand that then. I felt the only person that would respect me would be the person who I gave life to. (sighs) Fucking wrong on that one. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know why I ever thought that because I did not love my mother my father, my real father, sometimes I did. But, you know, overall, I did show them respect. Um, I was not upset with him because I knew... Well, my father, I was not upset with my real father because I knew how my mom got with him. My mom, she was... She made sure she was got. She got out of the projects, and back in the seventies, you start dating a girl, you get her pregnant, you gonna get married, and that's how she got my dad. <laughs> but you know, overall, their village, they had a village of the family. My mom had her mom and her brothers and sisters. My dad had his mom and brothers and sisters and fathers, you know, uncles, all this stuff. And my childhood, even when my mom and my dad were having their issues, I always had somebody to go to cousins, aunts, uncles, You know, grandma, grandpa, all this stuff. And it's like, he didn't have any of that. My son. So I'm like, he's holding in all his anger, all his pain. Who's he venting to? He doesn't have a family, a strong, you know, blood family. And the people who... I let him stay with or babysit or whatnot. They had kids. And still me being young and going to school, I had to do what I had to do. And it's like over the years, I learned so much. Not everyone I don't care how long you know them. Not everyone shows you them, and then sometimes when you realize that person is not the right person to be in your life, you you will never know how late you were to realize things, especially if it they had to if they were watching the children and. I have to say, you know, his father, sometimes his mom watched them and it was like, this is my ex, my youngest, my youngest son, his father, you know, he took upon of being DJs, you know, raising him. He knew that he wasn't his and whatnot. And his mom, she she took it upon herself to say a lot of negative things about me from what I found out from what DJ finally had the strength to tell me and I'm just like wow Hmm. okay but it's fine I was like it was a lesson I told DJ you know you can only be affected by people words if you feel that they're, they're true. I didn't think, I, I know none of the stuff that they said was true. It was only assumptions. And I'm like, look how they live. Do you want to live like that? He goes, no. I'm like, to constantly just have your hand out, and but talk And complain about other people when you're not doing anything in the world to better yourself. What gives you the right? It doesn't. And that was one of the reasons why my son felt I was judgmental. Because these are the people who was always there for him. And I was always gone because, you know... I had my reasons because I was at work, I was school, I was, you know, but in his mind I wasn't there. They were there. And I'm like, wow, you know. <sighs> I didn't realize the impact that not having A stable foundation of a village was gonna really affect my children because I didn't understand a family dynamic. I really didn't. I still can't. I really don't. All I know is like we're in a better position than I've ever been, and I. I took myself to that level and I made sure I would never, ever have to depend on someone else again. But what did I sacrifice, you know? You know, it's in the year, the year 2012 pretty much is the one I officially decide to really get things together. I was tired of all the the BS that I was going through with people who said that they're they love me, but it really wasn't. You know, depending on what you're trying to do with your life, having the wrong people will cost more. Self-destruction. Yeah. (laughs) It's self-destruction, but still. If you have the wrong people in your life, especially supposed to be loved ones, whispering in your ear and saying things about you, it'll make your self-destruction so... (sighs) worse than what you would ever think possible. So, some people can't afford cable so you're their entertainment so you got to get them the hell out of your life one of the things I've you know start reading all kind of psychology things and it was one thing about it was like the middle child is always the natural negotiator in some kind of way because they wanted everyone to get along and technically I am the middle child Um, I remember someone telling me about the situation of my mom when she, you know, became pregnant at a young age, but she didn't have the child. So I'm technically the middle child and I understand what my middle son is going through because he was that, he was just like me he was always trying to be the negotiator you know he wants to have everybody in the same room and get along you know and i was sitting in the bookstore you know one day getting lost in my thoughts and i had a oh my god moment and i realized how history repeated itself yeah the path was different but the outcome was still the same DJ was doing the same freaking things that I did at his age and I just finally decided I'm gonna have to let my I'm gonna have to let him do him and refuse to feel bad about it you know and I would never understand How people put so much faith into things that they cannot see and use it as an excuse to deal with bullshit. I know my son's going through something and I know I need, he needs help and I can't keep quiet about things anymore. And I'm like, how am I going to get a strong village foundation And, you know, I forced myself into his life and that didn't work. You know, it worked, but it didn't work. And it's just like, (sighs) I had to agree to make sure I knew what my son was going to be in a safe environment. I had to agree to certain terms. And the people who he's with. And. You know. Military school is the next thing. The next option. And it's just like. Until I can actually understand. What. It is he needs. The only thing I can keep doing. Is making sure I have. The best people in his life. And he has to learn by example. And that's something that I have to force myself of getting out of the house more and talking to people, trusting people. And I'm like, is it too late for me to do that? But I'm like, I can't feel like it's too late to do that. If I feel like it's too late to have anyone, who am I hurting him or me? Sitting here in my car in the parking lot, my job, and I'm sitting here thinking what kind of face am I going to put on today when I go in? Is getting Harder just to be, I don't know, a great actress in life. It's like I'm angry, but it's more of sadness than anger. It's because it's like when you come to terms with, well, I don't want to say come to terms, but... Really understand a lot of what's happening to you is your fault, but not your fault. Because if things would have been done earlier on, life could have been so much better. I mean, I'm not going to say perfect, but you know, better. It's like when you have that choice in life, when you go down you know, a certain path, and you have, like, three choices, it's like, you're almost, I'm in a maze, and I'm trying to go back to the beginning, and start over. (laughs) It's easy to do that on paper, but actually doing it, that's what's, you know, the issue, and Every person, no matter where where you're at, I mean, for century-wise, you can go back and listen and read recordings or you know journals or anything. And everyone always says the generation, the the way the way the world is now, they can't believe it, but. Now, you know, since I am here now, a lot of things it's like, what the fuck? You know, things were supposed to change for the better, not change for the worse. And it's like I have come to terms with the fact that yeah, I'm gonna need medication. To help me balance myself, and I hate that because it's like something else I have to depend on. If I don't want to depend on a person, why do I want to depend on pills? And that's one of the things that I had to come to terms with. But you know, every day. I have to wake up and say things that I'm grateful for, because it could be worse. I'm like, I am just losing the control that I used to have to fake, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> it's crazy because it's like I'm starting to remember some of the things that I did when I was in my manic modes, and I'm like, what the hell was wrong with me? And since no one really knows me because I really don't have you know real friends, um everyone thought I was just doing what I wanted, I was having my life, I was having fun. <sighs> no, I did some dumb shit, and it's like, oh my god, and that's one of the reasons why. I'm, I'm kicking myself, because it's like, I have to, but I don't have to. I mean, because this is out of my hands, because I have to ask for help. I understand what my 15-year-old is going through. I recognize the signs in him. And it's just like, if you have any kind of mental illness, especially if you start seeing it with a kid, do not hide that. And it's like... Unfortunately, since I really don't have a family unit, I have to depend on the strangers to help me. And also, you know, he's 15. He's not an adult yet legally, but the way he looks, you'll think he's an adult. And I cannot control his actions, and that pisses me off. Oh, so bad. That pisses me off. You just don't know. And that's something else, too, you know. Not being in control of something spiraled me into a a ball of anger, depression, and, like, fuck it feelings. And it's like, you can't be like that because that's your child. And... I don't know. Sitting here in my car in the parking lot, my job, and I'm sitting here thinking what kind of face am I going to put on today when I go in? It's getting harder just to be, I don't know, a great actress in life. It's like I'm angry, but it's more of sadness than anger. It's because it's like when you come to terms with, well, I don't want to say come to terms, but really understand A lot of what's happening to you is your fault, but not your fault. Because if things would have been done earlier on, life could have been so much better. I mean, I'm not going to say perfect, but, you know, better. It's like when you have that choice in life, when you go down, you know, a certain path and you have like three choices it's like you're almost I'm in a maze and I'm trying to go back to the beginning and start over (laughs) it's easy to do that on paper but actually doing it that's what's you know the issue and every person No matter where, what, where you're at, I mean, for century wise, you can go back and listen, read recordings or you know journals or anything, and everyone always says the generation, the the way the the world is now, they can't believe it, but now you know, since I am here now, a lot of things. It's like, what the fuck? You know, things were supposed to change for the better, not change for the worse. And it's like I have come to terms with the fact that yeah, I'm gonna need medication to help me balance myself and I hate that because it's like something else I have to depend on if I don't want to depend on a person why do I want to depend on pills and that's one of the things that I had to come to terms with but you know every day I have to wake up and say things that I'm grateful for because it could be worse I'm like I am just losing the control that I used to have to fake I'm fine I'm <laughs> it's crazy because it's like I'm starting to remember some of the things that I did when I was in my manic modes and I'm like what the hell was wrong with me? And since no one really knows me cuz I really don't have, you know, real friends, um everyone thought I was just doing what I wanted. I was having my life. I was having fun. <sighs> no. I did some dumb shit. And it's like, "Oh my god." And that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm kicking myself, because it's like, I have to, but I don't have to. I mean, because this is out of my hands, because I had to ask for help. I understand what my 15-year-old is going through. I recognize the signs in him. And it's just like, if you have any kind of mental illness, especially if you start seeing it with a kid, do not hide that. And it's like... Unfortunately, since I really don't have a family unit, I have to depend on the strangers to help me. And also, you know, he's 15. He's not an adult yet legally, but the way he looks, you'll think he's an adult. And I cannot control his actions, and that pisses me off. Oh, so bad. That pisses me off. You just don't know. And that's something else, too, you know. Not being in control of something spiraled me into a a ball of anger, depression, and, like, fuck it feelings. And it's like, you can't be like that because that's your child. And... I don't know.